This is potentially catastrophic. I have a whole stack of books to read. Joy Harjo's Conflict Resolution for Holy Beings. Venice by Jan Morris. Eloquent Rage by Brittany Cooper. Romeo and Juliet. And there's a whole bunch of books I read before. It's from the 1st of March, 2016. From the 27th of April, 27th of July. So I guess the only thing to do is see how the books speak to each other. <laughs> okay. Oh, brilliant. This is probably going to get weird. Hello, everybody. It is episode 12. Um, today, I read the entirety of The Summer of Jordi Perez and the Best Burger in Los Angeles by Amy Spaulding. It was amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, so, uh, yeah. I'm in a couple of reading groups. One of them is a group of us who have been meeting for a couple of years now, and we read Young Adult, which I will refer to in future as YA. Uh, so we, we focus on um, young adult books and switch out every month who picks. And it's been just an amazing experience, and I love... I love this group so much, and I love everybody in it, and, and I know we've been friends for a long time, so it's um, it's just a nice way to be friends together, and we we used to change the name of the group every month to have something, some sort of pun relationship to the word feels, but I think, I think we're sort of stuck with all the feels for a little while. Anyway, um, this was not my pick. Uh, this is somebody else's pick, and it was wonderful. This is the first Amy Spaulding book that I've read. It is about a girl called Abby, who is a plus-size fashion blogger who gets uh, an internship the summer between junior and senior years at her favorite sort of boutique clothing line in Los Angeles, and uh, ends up having to share the internship with another girl, um... And her friendships with her with her former friends are are shifting as everybody starts to get in relationships, and um, she ends up making friends with this dude bro called Jax, who's wonderful. Um, and it's just it's really a, a solid YA novel. You know the characters are teenagers; they're beginning to have more complicated relationships. They're trying to navigate. The beginnings of parent-free living, um, deciding what they're going to do next, and 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 facing a lot of the sort of teenage issues that you know you can't take from high school into college or from high school into a job. Um, you have to leave them in high school. Uh, but anyway, she's. I mean, I love Abby. Like, I actually really like all the characters in this book, even the ones that I think make not great decisions, I still care about them. So um, I'm just going to read you uh, a moment from page 45. I'm not spoiling anything. Um, I just love this conversation. Um, the, the first, the, the first um, quote is from Jordy. I like your Christmas skirt, she says, as we walk off toward the shop. Is that a Christmas skirt, I say, looking down at it. Wait, is it? Are peppermint seasonal? I thought they were year-round. Maybe so. She pauses her Geordie pause before I get another smile. 
Each one feels like a reward I've earned. Oh no. Oh no. I couldn't like Jordy, could I? Oh no. What'd you do on your day off? She asks me. And suddenly it's as though I'm walking way too fast for a normal person. I slow down. Now I feel like I'm walking too slow, but when I speed up, it's like I've lost the ability to judge what normal walking speed is. They're so cute. She's so cute. I love her so much. Um, it's a, it's just a lovely, oh, it's a lovely book. She does an excellent, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to think too much about it because reading group is in a week and a half, but I want to be able to like, see, well, my words for my friends. Sorry, you guys, but like my friends anyway uh it's just, it's brilliant good fun it's brilliant good fun it's very la it's very teenager um it's very feel good it is fraught in all the appropriate ways for a ya novel and i mean i i read ya novels because they're aspirational for me because i never was a young adult and i realized today that uh, I'm, i might have to think a little bit about that and what that means but I, I didn't do a lot of this stuff, and I think that um, there are many people that I've met who who didn't really take time to transition from high school to college to adulthood. We just aimed at achieving like the check marks on your like permission slip for not being a kid anymore and that's not how things work um they didn't work great before and now that's that's just not how they work many of us just have wildly different excuse me experiences and our our approach to the entitlement of adulthood is much more critical than it was when we were younger, uh, maybe than we think it was for our parents, however the, the reality of that was. So I, I love YA. I will continue to read it. I do not, like I love reading romance. I have a hard time with romance novels, although as I understand it, that is shifting also. So yeah, uh, Summer of Jordi Perez, wonderful, wonderful book. I'm very happy to have read it and I'm stoked to be able to talk about it. Okay. This book from 2016, I finished on 26th of April. Huh. Um, okay, well, this is going to be an interesting moment. This is Shall Cross by C.D. Wright. It was published by Copper Canyon Press in 2016. Uh, the poem is from page 22. This is called Day Old Widow Poem. He smiles as if, but is not breathing. A moment ago, he was in his chair, reading. She was lighting the fire. She thought she heard a book drop to the floor. He didn't answer. In an instant, she sensed it, a tangible space across an opening she could neither enter nor fill, as if his eye hit upon a passage, elegant and cruel and true. I bought this after reading about C.D. Wright. Her voice is consistently gentle and uncentered. She shows murder victims, photographs, an image of a city without requiring her silhouette to frame the rhythms. I'll need to reread this book to find a way through it. Not sure if any more of her work will land on my shelves. We'll see. 
There is a travel element to this work that is also journalistic and photographic. It is layered and demanding, though seemingly minimal. Um, I bought this book after she passed. It was one of those moments where um, I think it was an industry email bulletin news thing that had come across and I'd seen her name. I didn't know who she was and I walked upstairs and poetry section was right there and there was the book and I thought, well, one must buy it as, as happens. Um, one of the things that she does in this book, um, I had mentioned in my notes, um, murder victims and photographs, she, there, uh, the, there's a whole section of the book that is about murders that were committed and she, I think it's in New Orleans. I think that's right. Um, and she includes photographs of not of like the scene of the crime and they're not gratuitous in any way, but it's sort of like the site of murders. Um, the photographs are in no way gruesome. They're sort of startlingly distant from an act of murder, which I think is the point in some ways. Um, but I'm not sure. I mean, I, I reject authorial intent. So, um, she also writes pieces that are the event itself, you know, the, the sort of facts of a case. And it's overwhelming in some ways. Her voice when she writes her own, like when she writes poems that are not um, sort of reporting, because that's kind of what she does, are... There's a kind of voice that I associate with career artist women above the age of about 50. It is a voice that I expect to have. It is one that I can hear myself developing, although in my own way. And it is one that I recognize in her writing that is mellow but persistent in its confidence. And as a poet, she is the kind of a poet who, I don't know how to put this, I have read so little poetry, it's been too long since I have filled my days with poems. And so my critical rhetoric about them is shabby and frayed. What I remember of reading this, though, was of being, you know, sort of kitchen table or sitting in a kitchen being preached to in a very honest and open way about the layers of feeling that can exist as a human being. I remember being very struck by them. I remember, I mean, I do actually own another book of her poems, although I have not sought out any more. And she does have quite a catalog. Um, and I find that that is not actually as telling as it would be were I to not have the novels of a novelist that I like, because as I say, I don't spend enough time with poetry. So, um, it's, it's a little, poetry is a little bit more like cats sometimes, where it's 
not as telling. Um, wow, that is a really interesting book to think about in that moment. What the fuck do these have in common? Jesus. Um, I am going to start with the city because uh, Amy Spaulding is from St. Louis, but she sets the book in L.A. She's writing in L.A. C.D. Wright, I do not know where she is from, but part of Shellcross is set in New Orleans. So you have two women who are writing about cities to which they have moved even if it is only for a short but but deeply felt period of time, and how they represent the stories of that city, of their sort of of this city, the city that is new to them, that is not their birth city. Although I don't know about C.D. Wright, to be honest, it doesn't. I don't know. It feels like I don't know, it feels like she's Tennessee or Indiana, but I don't remember if that's right. Um, because I think that, and you know, and I've read some YA and I've read some poetry where, you know, in lesser hands, that could be just deadly to the story itself um, and to the attempt that the poet is making to confer the weight of this violent human experience on a reader. Uh, and Amy Spaulding is, is, is really doing a good job of making sure that her characters are in a place that is recognizable, that is not unreal, and I think it's important to do that when you are particularly, um, if, you know, you're gonna have these kids be teenagers in the city, like, present the city, uh, unless the city doesn't matter, but it really does in this story. Um, so I find that really interesting. Um, You know, I don't know what else I can connect on that. I might, this is one I might actually go pick up the book again before the end, of, or maybe after the end of this experiment and see if there's something else. Because I, I don't know. I think that one, one of the characters in the YA novel is a photographer, so it might be interesting to contemplate that but that might actually be stretching I think I'm gonna stick with this for now and uh, see how it lands huh it's an interesting connection actually they're both really good at talking about those cities as I recall even though they're talking about them in very 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 different ways you don't feel like it's sentimental or um, diminishing uh, or kitschy you know you feel like these are real places that real people live in and, and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not good and sometimes it's very bad but these are very real places interesting interesting okay well thanks so much for listening um the books again for today were the summer of jordi perez by amy spaulding and shall cross by c d Wright. that shall cross is one word all right y'all thanks for listening we'll see you tomorrow that's all for today. Be sure to tune in tomorrow to see what kinds of nonsense I get up to then. Shop local, support your local library, and keep your bookshelves brave. Thank you so much for listening. Bye now.